church. Seven o'clock, good to have you this Wednesday night, and I know we're popping on live streamers, so if you're already on, it's good to see you tonight. So come on in, kids are with us for worship tonight, so uh, if you have a child, make sure they're somewhere in the vicinity of your arm length so you can grab them if you need to, all right? But it's good to have you, so quick announcements real quick. Don't forget, we got Love Your Marriage coming up February 17th. Sign up for it. Don't forget, the 29th of this month, we have uh, a parent thing going on. We're uh, talking to you after church about social media and your kids. Sign up for that. Uh, let's see. Also, hey, brand new announcement. Three weeks from tonight, uh, we got Mark Dunphy coming to be our guest speaker. So uh, make plans to be with us for that. So some different things going on. Um, so be aware of those things. Now, we're in the midst of 21 days of prayer, so our service looks a little bit different tonight. So, as we did last week, a couple worship songs, a little bit of a teaching on prayer, then we're going to spend some time in prayer together tonight. So, we'll talk more about that in a minute. So, having said that, why don't we jump up on our feet if you can, and let's spend time worshiping Jesus together. Jesus, you keep it. You 
that we live in an upside down kingdom where the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Here we hear that you're only as good as your worst teammate, but it's opposite with the Lord because he's yoked himself with us. So we're as good. We have the victory that our Lord has. He doesn't have the victory that we have. We are in his victory. And he has chosen to be yoked with us. What a gift is that? That's why I love this song because it reminds us whose team we're on, who is carrying our load and who we get to partner with. It's not up to us anymore. It doesn't matter what is on your shoulders because we're on God's team and what can he not do? I ask you that, what is going on in your life that he cannot accomplish, that he can't make it further than what you need to go, that he can't climb any mountain that you need to climb, that he can't get you across any desert that you have in front of you. His yoke is easy and his burden, it is oh so light. So whatever burden that you're carrying today, I just encourage you to give it to him. Stop trying to carry it on your own because you don't need to. Our victory is in Jesus' name. There's nothing that you can do that is gonna make him love you more or love you less. He loves you perfectly the way you are right now. So we're just gonna sing again. And I just want to encourage you, if you have something that you've been trying to carry by yourself, give it to him, let him do it. He wants to help you, he wants to partner with you. We don't have to do it on our own, amen. places your love carries your love carries me through all the valleys and the darkest places
Amen. Well, we're so glad to have you here with us. If you could just go around and greet some of your family of faith and kids, you are dismissed. to have you tonight. Uh, they're checking kids in the kids' church, so we're going to give them an opportunity to get checked in downstairs, but it's good to see you. I'm going to give my phone to my wife. been having a bad habit of leaving my phone here when I leave, so I'm going to do the best thing I can do is give it to Margo. That way, if it's still left here, then it's her fault. Anyways, all right, so, um, uh, by the way, Margo doesn't know this, but right beside her are your uh, giving statements for tax purposes. If, if you did things for that, they're in there, so see Margo afterwards. She'll fold it up and give it to you. She'll just have to search for your name in there, okay? So, um, it's good to have you tonight. Tithe and offering. If you have something to give, offering envelopes and chairs in front of you. If there's not one there, you can wave your hand around. One of the uh, ushers will help you and get you one of those, but we appreciate your giving. And uh, the, I'm always amazed at the faithfulness of the house. Always. And uh, I, I'm thankful that uh, our church is, is very good financial standing, um, and, and I think the Lord has blessed us. I was thinking the other day, we were in here uh, for prayer Monday night, and I was just kind of walking around looking at the building, and I, I felt, wow, we, we're blessed. It's a pretty, it's a pretty place, isn't it? It's, our, our church is pretty. Um, it wasn't when we came, but we made it pretty. You guys did a lot of work. Um, but I feel blessed to be here. But also, uh, not only blessed to be here, but it's a, it's a great, we're in a great financial situation. It was a great blessing to come here from the storefront and all the uh, the finances we're saving because of that, believe it or not. Um, but your giving makes all this kind of thing possible. But beyond a facility, uh, what God can do to uh, advance the kingdom with what comes in. Amen? Right. 
So let me pray over your offering tonight, or your tithe, if you have it, you can bring it. Lord, we thank you uh, for your blessing, for the increase, your faithfulness, Lord. We thank you for that, and we live by faith in it, Lord, that we know that you haven't left us, you will never forsake us, and that applies to all the different areas of our lives, including this day, our daily bread, and we thank you for your constant provision in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you have something, you can bring it. While that's happening, just some reminders. We're in 21 days of prayer. Let me see. So eight, nine, Mondays, 10, two, we're, we're day 12 of 21 days of prayer. So we're a little more than halfway. So I'm encouraging you to continue in 21 days of prayer. We don't uh, take this time every year. Uh, to do this just to do it. We believe these are strategic times for our church as we believe that God is responding to our prayers. Um, in accordance with that, so Wednesdays during 21 days of prayer are a little different than our normal Wednesday service, so that's what's happening tonight. And certainly uh, we kick back off our Monday night prayers from 6 to 7 uh, here. So a couple things. Back on the back table in the corner over there, there's these little booklets called Pray First. A guy named Chris Hodges put this together, but I thought it was really good. So uh, you can pick this up. It's a resource about prayer. You can check that out. Also, I, we gave these out Sunday. I think there's only like five or six of these left. These little cards uh, that on the back, there are 10 spaces that you can put names of people uh, that you know that may not know Jesus, that you can pray for them. And there's some verses on the front uh, that have to do with uh, somebody coming to the understanding and revelation of Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So they make them pocket-sized. You can keep in your wallet or, or take it with you to constantly remind you to pray for these people, okay? Um, so Mike's got those, or, and if you don't raise your hand, they'll be back at the back table afterwards. And also, we'll give these out in a little bit. Um, there are prayer sheets of uh, things for our church to pray, so we're all on the same page, and some certain things that we're praying about over these 21 days. You can grab one of those. And there are prayer cards, too, also. If you have a prayer request and they're, they're not up in here yet, you can fill one of those out when we start to pray and drop it in there. I've been taking these with me wherever I go and spend uh, time every day over the 21 days to pray over those. So we believe in the power of prayer. That's why we pray. We pray because we believe in God, right? And we believe he responds to our prayer. So anyway, Wednesdays this month, we're talking about prayer. Uh, tonight, a couple things about prayer. Next week, I'm going to talk about fasting and how that's incorporated into the prayer life. Then the last Wednesday of this month, we're going to talk about uh, prayer in reference to what you may have heard the term spiritual warfare. What's that all about? So we're going to talk about that the last Wednesday. Oh, and by the way, uh, Wednesdays in February, we're going to be talking about purpose. God-given and designed purpose for our lives and what that means. So I'm looking forward to that series just so you so anyhow, if you got your Bibles, Luke chapter 18. So my goal is to, to talk for the next 17 minutes at 740. We're going to stop. And from 740 to around 8 o'clock, we're going to spend time in personal prayer. Then we're going to gather with a couple moments of corporate prayer before we dismiss tonight. So I just have a few minutes. I uh, want to go over some things with you. So Luke chapter 18 and verse number 1. Um, while you get there, let me, let me show you some things that may help you. So I got a couple things up here that are mine personally. Um, this book right here is a book full of scriptures that I wrote down that I use as part of my prayer life. So let's see, I just randomly opened one here, and 
I have written here all of Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That's Psalm 27. Why would you not pray that? You see what I'm saying? So all your prayer in some way is rooted in Scripture. Isn't that right? Uh, even when you sort of ab-lib, it's still rooted in Scripture in some way. But one of the things that's very important is that we do learn to pray the scriptures. So I would encourage you to uh, have something where you can write scriptures in that you can use in your prayer life. And, and a lot of these, I prayed them enough that I know them. You know, so what happens is when you have something like this, you can learn how to meditate on the scriptures. I think sometimes we hear the word meditation, we think Eastern religions. No, we meditate on the word. Meditation is rolling something over in your mind so it starts to seep into your spirit, right? So if you don't own something like this, I'd encourage you to grab anything. If you want one, I'll buy you one. Tell me. And uh, keep prayer. And as, as you read your scripture, that something sticks out to you, write it in here and you come back and pray it, okay? So that may be something, an idea for you, but also something else I do. As I go through these every couple years, there's this little booklet that I write things that I feel the Spirit impresses upon me as I'm praying. And I looked the other day, the first journal entry in this one is 2019. Okay, so I've had this for four years now. Now, I don't write a lot. I'm not a journaler. Some people are, but I write things down. As a matter of fact, the first three pages are sermon thoughts that I had. I need to revisit that. But anyways, um, just encouragement. Things are on my heart. It's interesting. Um, uh, the journal, one of the journal entries the fall before we came here, I was journaling something in my spirit about new things. It's, it's interesting when you do this stuff, how what you're feeling in your spirit, how it plays out later. So I, sometimes that's a good idea too. So uh, eventually I, I throw them up, I throw them out. Uh, I don't keep them, but you may want to do that. But anyways, just ideas to help in your prayer life scriptures and your thoughts as you're being led by the Spirit helps you pray, helps you focus, helps you meditate. So it's meditation uh, uh, to be contemplative, in other words, thoughtful in your prayer. Uh, so uh, I grew up in some in a, in a certain way, not, not my personal family, but I was modeled prayer was just very loud and very whatever, and, was, and when they were done saying what they had to say, it was over. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I had to learn later there's more to prayer than just saying all this, this stuff. There is actually reflection, there's contemplation, there's being still in the presence of God, learning his presence, right? One of the best, listen, if you deal with anxiety and worries and things like that, one of the best things you can do is learn the presence of God. Because you'll learn his presence, you'll find in his presence is peace. These things happen when you have a prayer life. So, be people that pray. As we said last week, Jesus said, when you pray. In other words, he's inviting us into a life of prayer. So, uh, remember, prayer is a life of faith. Every time you pray, it is an act of faith because you trust and believe in God. That's why you pray. Uh, prayer is a connection to God. It's communication with God. It invokes his presence. Listen, why do we have prayer? Where did this idea of prayer come from? Did man come up with it? No. God gave us communication, desired for us to be in his 
presence. So he gave, why would we not use something that God gave us? Again, you, you don't have to block out hours a day. Maybe all you've got is your drive to work. But learn to have a rhythm of healthy prayer in your life. If you have a rhythm of healthy prayer, it's healthy for you as a person. Because you're living a life with God, right? So uh, Luke chapter 18, one aspect of a prayer I want to throw out to you. It says, and he told them a parable, Jesus told a parable, to the effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. That, that right there, we could stop right there. I could let you think on that the rest of the night. Learn to pray, but couple your prayer with not losing heart. In other words, not giving up, not getting frustrated, not uh, uh, being pushed to the edge of, I don't understand why this isn't happening or that's not happening, why God hasn't done this and why God hasn't done that. Pray and not lose heart. And here's the parable he told that city who kept coming to him and saying, give me justice against my adversary. For a while the judge, he refused, but afterward he said to himself, though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so she will not beat me down by her continual coming. <laughs> Good job on her part. And the Lord said, Jesus said, Hear what the unrighteous judge said. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So the back.